Christian Therapy Podcast. It is your host, Aisha Barano. Let's get into today's episodes. So today we're going to be reading from First Timothy chapter 6 from the Passion Translation. So I'm going to start from verse 1. Instruct every employee to respect and honor their employers for this attitude presents to them a clear testimony of God's truth and renown. Tell them to never provide them with the reason to discredit God's name because of their actions. Especially honor and respect employers who are believers and don't despise them, but serve them even more for their fellow believers. They should be at peace with them as beloved members of God's family. Be faithful to teach them these things as their sacred obligation. So here it's talking about how every employee must honor and respect their employers. Um, and especially when the employers are believers, you have to honor and respect them. Um, and also you shouldn't give them a reason to discredit the name of God. And so it's just reminding us that even at work, we have to remember that we are the example. And if you're a Christian, people are going to be looking at your actions and so you are the testimony you are the advertisement that people have of christianity so even at work they need to be able to see you and see wow she's a loving person she's good to be around she has great energy she's productive she does her work those sorts of things are the things that are important for people outside looking in to be able to experience um and for your employer to be able to say about you um, and then if we move ahead, it talks a little bit about false teachers and um, people who love to bring forth um, contention and competition and evil suspicions and all these things. But I'm not going to go into that today. Um, I'm going to move ahead to verse 9, which talks about the people who crave um, wealth. And then it says in verse 9, but those who crave the wealth of this world sleep into spiritual snares. So they get into things they don't need to get into. They get into spiritual snares, right? And snares are anything that can affect your relationship with God. So pride, deceit, selfish ambition, those sorts of things. They become trapped by the troubles that come through foolish and harmful desires driven by greed and drowning in their own sinful pleasures. So they get so trapped, you know, by by all these things. They get so trapped because of the troubles they have created because of their evil desires. So let's say, for example, you're a Christian, you want some money and you know that the way to get the money is to defraud some old people, for example, right? you are getting into trouble you're being trapped into certain snares because of your evil desires uh, because of the desire driven by you know the greed and you know you wanting money at all costs um and that's the thing like we should never get to the point as christians where we are looking for money everywhere like you need to trust god focus on god and yes of course apply apply wisdom but make sure you're not doing anything that God does not approve all in the name of trying to get well. It doesn't make sense. And then if we go on, it says, and take others down with them into their corruption and eventual destruction. What I've noticed is when people are going down, they usually don't go down by themselves. They take people with them. They encourage other people to leave church. 
so they can focus on this business they are trying to build leave church so you can go do fraudulent things they don't just keep it to themselves they're like oh guy i don't find how we go take make money or blah 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 you know they don't do it they they bring people along with them but we have to be very careful don't be that person that is taking people down with you or the one who is or the one who is being taken down you have to make sure that you are secure in christ you have to make sure that you are not consumed by the love of money there's nothing wrong with wanting to be better and wanting to make more money but you have to check why your what your desire is why you want to make more money is it based in a selfish is it based on a selfish reason like oh i just i just want to be able to be out here you know just i don't whatever cars and showing off that is based on selfishness but if it is so that you can take care of other people that's not based on selfishness you know if it is based on you know you wanting to be a good advertisement for people so that other christians can also know you can make money as a christian you can be wealthy as a christian and you don't have to compromise now those those sorts of reasons are good reasons right but any reason that is based on selfishness any reason that's based on um you know you just wanted to show off any reason that is based on pride any reason that is based on i just want to take care of me and my family that is selfish god has called you to a god has called you to the world to make global impact not for you to only take care of your family that's reducing what god has called you to do and then if we go on to verse 10 it says loving money is a root of all evils some people run after it so much that they have given up their faith craving more money pushes them away from the faith into error compounding misery in their lives so like i said there's some people who like when you invite them to church they or they stop coming to church and you're like calling them to try and figure out why have they stopped coming to church why are they not taking their relationships with god seriously you'd hear them talk about oh you know they just need to focus on business right now they just need to get their money they just need to do this they just need to do that god can give you one word that will change your life and will get you all the money that you need but he's not gonna do that when you're not paying attention when you're so obsessed with the love of money he's not going to do that what if he can't trust you with the money if he knows that if he gives it to you now he's never going to see you again he's not going to trust you with that level of money he's not going to trust you with that level of wealth and so instead of giving up on your faith you need to stand secure in your faith and then you will see the physical manifestation of riches god wants to bless you more than you want to be blessed God wants to, you to be financially successful more than you want to be financially successful. So if he wants you to be, then giving up on your faith is not going to get you there any quicker. It's not. I just I just really want, next time you're thinking of making compromises that involve giving up on your faith because you're trying to find money, I want to challenge you. I want to encourage you. To remember that God's way is the best way. God's way is sustainable. God's way, he will not give you wealth and take it away. God's way is that you will be wealthy forever if you're wealthy, right? What the devil can do is give you money for a time. 
for a time or give you money and not give you peace of mind give you money and give you anxiety give you money and give you fear but what god does is he will give you money he will give you health he will give you peace and you have everything that you need and more right he does not bring sorrow into what he has given you he lets you have and enjoy life to the fullest he does he does he truly does and so next time you're thinking of making compromises next time you're thinking of oh remember do not give up on your faith the love of money is the root of all evil be careful with that because you don't want to be drawn deep down into spiritual snares and then verse 11 talks about is almost it's a direct exhortation by paul to timothy right so he goes timothy you are god's man so run from all these errors now what are all these errors all these things that he had talked about above which also include what we just discussed about the love of money right instead chase after true holiness justice faithfulness love hope and tender humility so in the same way we're reading this we can also say we can also apply this to ourselves so we are to run away from the love of money we are to run away from getting ourselves into spiritual snares instead we're to chase after true holiness justice faithfulness love hope and tender humility and then it goes in verse 12 so fight with faith for the winner's prize lay your hand on upon eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession before the multitude of witnesses so it's like lay hold of eternal life don't let it get away hang on to it hang on to your salvation hold it with everything that you have don't let it get away by doing something stupid by jealousy by envy by bitterness by the love of money by all these things instead chase love chase peace chase prospect chase justice chase holiness chase faithfulness chase humility you know that's what he's trying to get out of us and then on verse 17 it says to all the rich of the world i command you not to be wrapped in thoughts of pride over your prosperity or rely on your wealth for your riches are unreliable and nothing compared to the living God. Think about it. Sometimes you see the rich man, he has relied on his wealth. Oh, a problem comes up. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Just send money. Even some of them, were in raising their children, they forget that they need to be present. They need to provide love and support. Instead, they provide money. And to them, they feel like money is the answer to it all. But it isn't. It isn't. So it's telling us to all the rich in the world, don't be wrapped up in the thoughts of pride over your prosperity. Don't rely on your wealth. Relying on your wealth is when someone is angry at you, you just send them a gift. When someone is angry at you, you're just like, yeah, yeah, there you go, send them money. No, that's you relying on your strength. That's you relying on your wealth. Instead of going and apologizing and saying, I am sorry. And accepting ownership, instead you try to buy the affections of others. That's relying on your wealth. That's relying on your wealth. It's not like you're you're sending a sorry gift plus a sorry. Does that make sense? That's different. But instead, it's like any opportunity you try to buy people 
something happens you know you're sick instead of being like okay let me think about let me let me spend time with god and get to the root cause and and receive my healing you're like oh well let me see who can i pay let me pay a surgeon to to come or a psychologist or well let me pay whoever to to come it's like you're relying on your wealth and god doesn't want us to live like that as christians he wants us to get to the point where we're not relying on regular people we're not relying on natural intervention we're not relying on doctors we're relying on him he wants us to get to a point where if there's something happening in our body we can speak to the holy spirit about it and get healing in that moment immediately we can lay hands and recover in that moment that's the life that he's called us to be as christians now are we all walking in the light of that no because you have to have knowledge and you have to believe it for it to work for you. You have to have faith for it to work for you. And also, so I'm going to continue. Trust instead in the one who lavishes upon us all good things, fulfilling our every need. And this just goes back to what I was talking about. God does not give you just one thing and he's like, okay, I've stopped blessing you. He gives you everything. He blesses you in every area. Even when you receive healing, you just find that everything you get prosperity to, you get everything else, not just that healing, but perfect health. He doesn't do his blessing in isolation. He gives you all around blessings. And then verse 18 talks about remind the wealthy to be rich in remarkable works of extravagant generosity, willing to share with others. And this is why I said, if you want to be rich and wealthy in this life, you need to, if you want to be rich and wealthy in God's in this life and using God's way, you need to be extravagant with your generosity. God needs to know that if he gives you the money, the money can pass through your hands. Not that you are stingy and holding on to every coin. He needs to know that I can trust that through her, money will get to these people. Money will get to that person. Money will get to that. Money will get to that person you know but if you hold on to every cent he's not gonna trust you with a million dollars because you're like why should i give this one a million dollars if none of my children will experience anything from her none of my children will experience the generosity she will hang on to it like it's her last cent he ain't gonna give you so if you're finding that you're trying to gain wealth but you're not getting there, then think about it. You need to be generous. How can I be generous? Start watching yourself and correcting yourself with these things. It is extremely important. And I'm going to continue reading. These spiritual investments will provide a beautiful foundation for their lives and secure for them a great future as they lay their hands upon the meaning of true life. And then that's where we're going to end it today. Um, I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to give your heart to Christ shortly. Um, but until then, stay tuned. So just before we end today's episode, um, if you have not said the prayer of salvation, which means that you have not given your heart to Jesus Christ, I want to give you an opportunity to give your heart to Christ now. Um, so one of the big things that I have to emphasize is the fact that you have to believe completely um, 
with all of your heart and you have to speak forth so which means you have to say it um whilst believing in your heart now it is not enough to believe you have to believe and speak um and it's not enough to speak without believing so it requires both so now i'm going to say the prayer of salvation and i need you to repeat it after me oh lord god i believe with all my heart in jesus christ son of the living god i believe he died for me and god raised him from the dead i believe he's alive today and forevermore i confess with my mouth that jesus christ is the lord of my life from this day through him and in his name i have eternal life i am born again thank you lord for saving my soul i am now a child of god hallelujah praise the lord if you have said this prayer welcome to the family of god you are now a child of god you are now born again you can confidently say i am born again glory to god and so now if you want to learn more about how to live your life as a born again christian i will encourage you to go back and listen to every single episode on this podcast just keep listening and you will continue to see the transformation in your life and also i will encourage you to go out there go on google and search for now that you're born again by chris oyakilome and if you review that you will see in the book it explains carefully what happens now that you've given your heart to christ it explains clearly what you have received as a child of god and so i will encourage you to actually go and read the book it's a really short book it's a pdf um, version and it is free online too and if for whatever reason you're unable to get the book just send me a direct message on christian therapy um um using the christian therapy handle um on instagram um yeah so just send me a direct message and i will organize for it to be sent to you so yeah thank you so much um for listening to today's episode god bless you and i will see you next time bye